City, we have 38 degrees with some light rain and snow. And then in Danville on the south side, uh, mostly light rain there and temperatures up to 40 degrees on the south side. You know, I care for you like a sister. Uh, you know, I'm not your sister, but I'm your mister. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're my you're brother from another mother. Right There you go. Do you need do you need some water? Because I have a secret stash. Maybe. Okay. I'm starting to sound a little like James Earl Jones. <laughs> There's, there's one left. Ah, uh, look at that. For you, my dear. Ah, uh, wow. Didn't. Oh, I think I knew we did that, yeah, but I forgot. Well, it's been so long. They've been, you know, it's been sitting in there a few months. Right. I mean, it's still good, but mm-hmm. you need to lube those pipes up, you know, because we have another bit. hour right. of broadcasting. And, you know, somebody was asking how we do the show, and, and it's, it's, we come with prep, but it's organic too. And things happen, and and you'll have a thought. And I was just thinking how, for me, at 65, you know, just like when you brought up the thing about cursive writing, and then I remembered the the little device that a teacher would hold and make the lines. I mean, those are like memories that haven't fired for decades. Yeah. And that's that's why the show, for me personally, is stimulating, and I think it's going to keep my brain active uh, you know, for a while, and this is the most, you know, these three hours are very intense. People don't realize Marco came in and, and sat in for an hour and a half. Mm. And after, he, you know, during one of the breaks, right before he was getting ready to leave, he says, you know, I didn't have to be in front of the computer today like I normally would with Janet or, or with you filling in. Uh, he says, but when I do three hours of the show and I'm part of pulling stories, he says, I don't go to the, I don't go to my office afterwards. I go home and I take an hour nap right. because it's exhausting. Well, and it, it and it, it yeah. does take it out of you. And when you're not feeling well, that does make a, a difference. We love what we do, people. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. And the organic part is the fun things that happen. Like I, you know, the the whole uh, David Hasselhoff. I kind of knew. Hey, maybe I'll talk about that today. And it had some, you know, had some fun with it. People were responding and about their dreams and, you know, being Well, they're also so great school. about... They are. It's very us, interactive. Sending us stories uh, as yeah. well. We were talking a little bit about... Uh, we have headlines that alarm us. Anytime we start seeing Michelle Obama oh, opening her yap up about stuff, I don't, I don't really love that. Me either. Um, uh, she, you know, she's... I find Michelle Obama to be a very arrogant person sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of looks down her nose at America. And that's the problem I have with her. I have no doubt she's an intelligent woman. She's a very accomplished woman. I don't take any of that away from her. But I don't like the way she I I feel like she looks down condescending uh, on 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 America. Uh, And here's another reason for that. You know, people have been saying for years that they thought Michelle would run in 2024. Mm hmm. Um, and a lot of people are saying the Democrats need a savior right now. Right. Is, is, you know, Michelle going to be it? Mm-hmm. Um, she appeared on the, uh, on an episode of Jay Shetty's On Purpose podcast. Okay. That was released on Monday. Okay. And she was asked, uh, what is the one thing that keeps you up at night? Mm-hmm. And she said, it has less to do with me personally and more to do with the world that we're in. There's such a thing as knowing too much. And when you've been married to the President of the United States, this is the line that kills me, who knows everything about everything in the world. Sure. Sometimes you just want to turn it off. Really? 
everything about everything in the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Must be nice to know everything about everything it, it, in the it world. Is. I mean, well, he is. They did say, you know, when he took the presidency, that he was, it wasn't a lateral move. It wasn't even a step up. It was a step down for Obama to become president. Oh, my word. So what the hell was it before he became president is my question. He was a community organizer. He was a community organizer <laughs> yeah. and a senator who voted present half the time. Right. Because exactly. they didn't want us to know what he believed. She went on to note concerns raging from the wars across various regions. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, the future of artificial intelligence. Okay. Uh, climate change. Voter turnout. <laughs> As being top of mind. Right. And America's upcoming presidential election. I'm surprised she didn't take it further. Voter voter suppression. Mm. You know, because we're constantly suppressing. Because you know that bottle of water I just handed you? Yeah. In some states, the Republicans said, you can't, ha- you can't have you a can't, bottle of water. You can't hand out water right. while people are waiting in line for days to vote. Because it is days. I'm sorry. In some cases, it's months. Before the voting opens, you can vote, people. I'm I'm sick of it. I, I am so sick of it. Don't give me the voter, and she doesn't say suppression, but she's she's implying it with the well, the turnout. What she says is uh, that those are the things that keep her up because you don't have control over them, right? And you wonder where are we in this? Where are our hearts? <laughs> what is going to happen in this next election? I'm terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. You, you, Joe Biden is our president, right? And and you help put that him in there. That should be keeping you up at night. You and your hubby helped put him in there so you could run the the country. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit affects us in ways that I think people take for granted. Oh, I don't think so. She suggested many people downplay the impact of government, wondering if it really even does anything. Oh, it does stuff. Nothing good. She goes. Uh, we can't take democracy for granted. That's the line of the of the year. Yeah. Sometimes I worry that we do. These are the things that keep me up at night. Well, you know what keeps me up at night? She the keeps fact me up that at she night. is so oppressed in her twelve million dollar estate in Martha's Vineyard. That is oppression, Janet. Damn <laughs> this country. Damn it! Don't you can't get, make it. Stop cussing. You cannot make Your it in this country. Your mother is going to text you. You cannot make it if your name is Obama. Well, she said that, you know, I think the thing that really stuck in my craw was when she said, this is the first time in my life I've been proud to be an American. That was it for me. Right, yeah. I was like, poke me with a fork. Yeah, because her husband had won the nomination. He's running for president. Exactly. And and all that jazz. Well, they're saying we could have a surprise in Iowa. Now, this is, of course, is coming from Chip Roy. So, I, you know. He's a conservative, you know. He he is. To the bone. Yeah. Um, he says that uh, there is a massive surge going on for Governor DeSantis. Okay. Well, I'm not seeing he's, that. He's been to all 99 <laughs> counties, and, and Vivek has been to some of those 99 counties twice and three times. So some people are speculating he could do better. It's, it's all about the turnout like it always is. Roy but. said, it's really interesting. People are engaging and focusing, not just listening to the noise and to the polls. Uh, according to the polls, Trump holds a roughly 30-point lead on DeSantis in Iowa, according to Real Clear Politics. But he says it's closer than people think. Hmm. 
the governor was at a massive church service in Des Moines that had 2,000 people. He's been doing event over uh, after event. Um, I, I don't know. I just I think DeSantis had a chance to to catch on. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. And it's not because of lack of mes- message. He does have a a great message, but you're running against Donald Trump, who is the bull in the China shop. You, wait until he takes on. If he drops out next week, like they're speculating, because he doesn't do good enough in Iowa, it's going to be Nikki and Donald. That's going to be the that's going to be the show. And I think well, in my and that's mind, what that's what they want. Trump think, has but, to debate yeah. her at least once if she comes in strong second. I think I don't think he can avoid her because she's starting to. Okay, yesterday, Nikki came out of the gate in the last couple of days after Donald Trump. She praised him for what he did. He was the man for that time. Mm-hmm. But we can't handle the chaos that comes with Trump. We've said that. We have you, said that. You, you We've said it for years. You can't be in the position that we're in as a country and have the sideshow, which is Donald Trump. Right. And that's going to be her argument. Because well, we already have enough of that. It, it's not a bad argument. No. Whether it can stick or not, it's, I don't know. It's, it's an accurate argument. Right, right, right. And it's a, a genuine one. Right. I think. Um, but people don't want to hear that. Trumpers right. don't want to hear that. No, no, they don't. Uh, Roy also said Governor DeSantis isn't a never-Trumper. Right. He believes we need to actually finish the things that former the former president started. That's the truth. Tr- true. Uh, that message is resonating. Uh, former president said he would build a, a wall in Mexico uh, that Mexico paid for. That didn't happen. Right. He said he would deal with birthright citizenship. He didn't sign the executive order. He said he'd get Obamacare repealed. That didn't happen. Right. Uh, he saddled us with Fucci, uh, with Fauci. Yeah. Well, no, I like Fucci better. I know. I know. Sorry. No, that's fine. And I'm shutting down our uh, economy and manda- mandating vaccines and masks, $8 trillion in debt. Uh, DeSantis fought all that. Right. Fought Disney delivered. Yeah. Uh, then won by a million and a half votes. That's resonating. Yeah. So, I, I mean... It's going to be interesting to see if he's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's right. Maybe yeah. he knows things we don't know. Well, uh, again, I thought DeSantis would do better than than he's obviously done. Mm-hmm. But um, well, I don't know. you hear the term "the ground game." You know, it's the ground game that matters really everywhere for these first few states because what happens is you you get a momentum going, and the momentum we know is with Trump. There's no doubt the momentum is with Trump. So it's about who is the second. And we're talking to Dr. Bob tomorrow at 8.06 to ask him who he thinks has the mo other than Donald and what this scenario looks like. We're going to talk a little bit about the Virginia legislative uh, session as well. But you know, it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So. Um, so we will uh, we're going to revisit. Superman, uh, the Nevada man that flew over the the Clark County judges bench. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy and, and, stuff. And pounced on her. Oh yeah. For for several seconds before they could pull him and off. He was a big man. Yeah. To uh, to go flying was totally in his right mind just seconds before. Oh, absolutely. And then, and Explaining then, why, why he he shouldn't. He was not a violent man well, when he already knew going into that courtroom. That they had plead out a certain situation. Right. But it, then he went, he just went nuts. 
Yeah. Uh, she was kind of gearing up to inform him of his punishment before mm-hmm. it kind of descended into chaos. We'll yeah. talk about what happened yesterday when she refused to to remove herself. herself. Right. She's like, no, I'm dealing with this. And she did. We'll Good. talk about it. Okay. It is 818 here on a Groovy Tuesday morning jam. Text us 434-248-0704 if you want to chime in on the show or 866-916-3776. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. for the continuation of Mr. Redden's sentencing. When we were last here, arguments were concluded and the court had begun to pronounce sentence when an incident occurred, an incident initiated by Mr. Redden present, preventing the court from completing sentencing. That is the sole purpose for today's hearing. Any other issues that may arise from the events that occurred last Wednesday will be handled at a future date by a different court. For purposes of the record, I want to make it clear that I am not changing or modifying the sentence I was in the process of imposing last week before I was interrupted by defendant's actions. Good for her. Good for her. Because it would have been really easy to go, you know what? Because he's obviously shown that he is far more dangerous than even they realize. So... What what kind of apparel did he come in on, Janet? What did he? Well, what was he dressed he like? He looks a little more like Hannibal Lecter this time <laughs> I gotcha. um, than than he did. So in he's his, wearing the chain where they have his arms and his legs and the chain around the waist. It looks like they have put oven mitts on him. I don't know what oh, that's really? about. Wow. He's got now. It looks like his face is covered. I suspect he's probably done that because mm. um, he doesn't want, you know good photos of him i'm I'm guessing because he knows he's really really screwed up sure on this one um but his lawyer was arguing for probation and really yes and she said oh my gosh i think it's time he got a taste of something else that's when he went flying over the bench right right apparently he pulled out parts of her hair wow um he the, several of the jail officers were throwing punches to get him off of her. Right. Uh, one had to be hospitalized with a dislocated shoulder, gash wow. on his forehead. Um, the judge was back at work the next day. Right. And um, he was jailed on a $54,000 bond, refused to return to court the next day right. on new charges. So a judge rescheduled his next appearance in that case for Tuesday. Okay. Records show the charges he faces in connection to the courtroom brawl include coercion with force and battery on a protected person, referring to the judge right. and the officers who came to her aid. An arrest report of the courtroom brawl revealed that he had pulled out part of her hair. Um, and the station citing an interview in the report with the judge said she described him as big, strong, and angry. It's a good way to put it. Yep. 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 So... Uh, yeah, you've lost any uh, any civility of being able to just stand there as a regular defendant. Now you're going to have to be sure. chained to the table. Yep, yep. Uh, apparently, he had previously served time in Nevada on a domestic battery conviction. 
That makes sense. <laughs> so that doesn't just go away. Yeah. So there's that. Wow. You know, you were talking about um, schools getting out early, some not going in at all. Yeah, some closing today. two hours early right. today. And um, it was interesting because, you know, I, was, I watched true crime because that's what I do. Right. And I was watching one out of uh, Chicago. Okay. And And it was from 20 years ago. All right. But part of the reason they were having trouble identifying this man who had attacked this 14-year-old girl was there were whiteout conditions. Okay. There was so much snow that your visibility was that limited, and they were still going to school. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I mean, we've got rain. Toughen. And we're... uh, but now, I, I guess you know when you're when you're talking about city schools, you mm. can like walk to school or whatever. Right. But uh, I just thought that was interesting. Ryan's home today. I heard from his mom instead of my mother-in-law. Mm. I heard from Liz. Yeah. Ark, young ears. Sorry, Liz. Okay. All right. Because I said a bad word. See, I try. I try to get him to. He just gets all worked up. I'm sorry. And then he, and you're not a cusser as a rule. No, I'm not. As a, as a rule. I get jacked up when I think about. Well, you need to picture little Ryan's face. I know. There. Be angry and I'd sin ask, not. I'd ask for a picture of Ryan, but that sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it I'll is just a have. a little creepy. A, he a is silu- a darling little boy, a though. A silhouette of a, of a young. Of a, yeah. Young child with. So you remember little ears. ears. And now, little now ears are watching. Sense a, a caption that says sensitive ears. Right. Yeah, little yeah. ears. Little ears are listening. Right. I'm gonna put that up. I'm gonna type it up and put it on there. Mm. Um, Democratic Mayor Tiffany Hingard. She's. Uh, what city? She's like an episode out of of Parks and Rec. Oh gosh. Um, it, it, it's a Illinois town. Okay. Um. A trustee is speaking out publicly mm-hmm. in a desperate cry to bring some accountability to a progressive mayor <laughs> whose lavish spending is so out of control, the little town may be forced to declare bankruptcy. This isn't the lady that like took her crew to a vacation. No, that was another. That was one of the other big cities where they took an entourage of people to Dubai. Why? Well, uh, I have no idea. Apparently, Tiffany Hingard is styled by a fashion consultant. She has a hairstylist on staff. Um, Is she Republican, maybe? (laughs) Nope. We probably would have heard about this earlier. Lives like a royal with a combined salary of $300,000. Wow. Frequent use of beauty vendors, despite the median income of the town being $24,000 a year. Wow. She... uh, in addition to her hefty paycheck, is very liberal with the uh, town's credit card. She needs to put an orange suit on and have her clean the streets. Mm. Make her a servant of the She's people. accused by critics of antics that are, are equally corrupt and hilarious to the po- point of being referred to as a character off Parks and Rec. <laughs> uh Norwood, the person we referred to earlier, Mm -hmm. is trying to stop the Democratic mayor from destroying the town with her lavish spending. Right. I feel as if I'm in a dictatorship. Hmm. Norwood is responsible for overseeing Dalton's finances, which under the circumstances is no easy task. Just keeping up with the receipts, I'm sure. It's a full-time job. That's right. 
what is this bedazzled, uh, you know, beret? <laughs> what is what is that I for? I don't know. You know, the kind you'd find in a secondhand store. He's making a statement. That's I guess. a Prince reference. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's a raspberry beret. Oh, but anyway, got it, got it, got it. Sorry. Um, she says the way she talks to the trustees feels like I'm in an abusive relationship. Well, you are. I just expect her to be disrespectful. She's such a bully. She's a diva. I'm always in disbelief. I always pray before I go into meetings oh, wow. that things will change, but they never do. See, I would have taken a recorder in at some point. Wow. You know, and just taped that conversation with my phone. The extent to which the uh, defendant has improperly expended village funds is unknown due to the defendant blocking the trustee's <laughs> access to the village accounts and wow. financial situation holy cow that's a red flag and a half she manipulates the situation by telling residents we don't want them to have services the truth of the matter is she spends so much we don't have money for services yeah she's great at manipulating the residents wow she spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on security which takes police officers off the streets sure well she's gonna need more security now probably coming after her head she's escorted by security has a fashion consultant when did when did these mayor jobs become so hoity-toity i that's a great especially in the village of dalton have we even heard of that no we need to talk to stephanie reed and see if she's getting that kind of pampering seven million dollars in debt wow holy cow and i have to tell you she needs to fire her fashion consultant It is not a good look. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to make. We a need to get Queer Eye in there and get that straightened out because that is a hot mess. That's what that is? Way too much fake fur. Eight thirty-one. CBS News. <laughs> next. My eyes. Fur and all. Cannon see it. And currently in the uh, Roanoke area, uh, still got that mixture of rain and snow. Mm-hmm. Looks like 35 degrees there. Uh, rain and snow in the Lynchburg area, 37 there. Uh, warmer on the south side, though. Okay. 41 in Danville. Looks like the rain has stopped there, at least temporarily. All right. We'll take it. You know, we talked about the Sandusky School, elementary school closing. You know, the, the meeting in September where the city, Lynchburg City School Board voted to close the school. And then the uh, the upheaval that, that occurred afterwards, Save Our Schools petition uh, went out. So far has 2,000 people that have uh, signed the petition. In other words, parents are still fighting. There must be something super-duper special at Sandusky Elementary School for them to fight so hard. Um, and, I, and I have to say, you know, keep the fight alive, you know, because sometimes it, you know, sometimes it pays off. Right. So, uh, you know, I would love to hear from maybe a parent that would enlighten us a little bit on what makes that particular school so unique. But they are still fighting, fighting, fighting to keep that particular school up and going. You know, Mark, nothing says welcome to my town like getting a little greeting card from a town you're visiting with a nice speeding ticket in it. Well, it seems like soon lots of towns throughout Virginia might be sending those out as a new bill could bring more speed cameras to the Commonwealth. Goody. Delicate elect Michael Jones making friends right out of the box uh, with plans to introduce House Bill 20. See, Republican or a Democrat? 
I'm just um, wondering. I don't know. Probably when it doesn't state, there's usually a D next to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Could be. But when it's a Republican, <laughs> they make sure that R is capitalized in in as you say, uh, what's her name's font? Uh, when you look at my Helen screen, Keller yes, font. Yes, the Helen Keller yeah. font. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would allow localities to decide where to put speed cameras in their area. The current law only allows speed cameras in school zones and work zones, but right. Delegate Jones said expanding the law is the next step in getting drivers to slow down. Wow. And ultimately cut down on accidents because, you know, putting those cameras in is going to get people off their phones right away, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, Jones said this legislation would allow town and city leaders to look where they're having speeding issues and place the cameras there. And that way you don't have to hire, you know, yeah. a, a, an officer. Well, this is this is a camera an there. AI version of uh, you know getting in more, getting in more money for the coffers. Uh, if you're that lady in Illinois, that little town in Illinois, you need more speeding tickets being written just to cover her hairstyle. I mean, he's spinning it well. Right, I'll, I'll give him that. Right, um, you know, because he's saying it would cut down the number of traffic stops, uh, would allow them to focus on other crimes. Um, because traffic stops are one of the most dangerous times for law enforcement. Of course, traffic stops are also the time that they catch more egregious crimes because they pull them over and then right. they can, you know, yeah. they can get more up close and mm-hmm. personal. Well, that's true. Um, uh, he said he drafted the legislation seeing the speeding issues in his community and hearing from his constituents who are like, heck yeah, we want more tickets. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not what I'm they said. seeing that on a billboard somewhere. Uh, ABC 13 spoke with uh, Delegate Sam Rasul, who said he'd rather have police officers issue traffic violations themselves. Yeah. Senator Peake said he voted for speed cameras in work zones, but doesn't think they're needed outside of the zones. If the bill doesn't pass, he says he has another piece of legislation that would expand speed cameras to include institutions of higher learning. Mm. My question is... Does he have any investments in these companies in these who sell companies. these cameras? Right. That would be my first. That's how cynical I am. Oh, I, hey, I look. We've seen it in local politics. We've seen how local politics is manipulated yes. because somebody's business is being impacted, mm-hmm. and how they've used people yeah. and they've played people based on religion mm-hmm. and conservatism, right. saying, "Oh no, this is really bad." When in fact, it's because it's impacting their pocketbook. We, right. I mean, we've seen this is based on experience. This right. isn't based on theories yeah. or conjecture. Yeah. So, I, but I as as far as his. If he's a Democrat or a Republican, I don't know. It doesn't say hmm. in the uh, article. I'll, I'll see if I can find out while you're doing your story. Okay. Well, we've got a, uh, a shortage of blood in our hometowns here in Roanoke, Lynchburg. American Red Cross is sounding the alarm as blood supplies drop to critically low levels. I just had a friend go through open heart surgery, and let me tell you, they have to have some extra blood on hand for situations like that. For patients in hospitals, blood donations can be the difference between life and death. The nation is in a crisis, according to the health officials, but you can help right now in uh, Central and Southwest Virginia Red Cross. Donation clinics are located all over our listening area. We're going to focus on Roanoke and Lynchburg at the moment. Anyone eligible can schedule an appointment online by simply going to Red Cross Blood. Dot O-R-G. That's redcrossblood.org. Set up a scheduled uh, visit and donate some blood. 
So there you go. That's uh, to help our particular area, Roanoke, Lynchburg, Danville, and surrounding areas. Well, Michael Jones is uh, endorsed by the Sierra Club um, oh. and uh, uh, LeVar Stoney. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think it's pretty safe to say that he's a, he's a Democrat, just because you were curious. Well, I'm saying and I'm here for you. If if you know, and if you're a Tesla owner or you know you own an electric car, I'm not I'm not, you know I'm not like, um, calling you out. But let's face it, Janet, you and I, every time we pull up to the pump. We're donating fifty cents a gallon or whatever it is now yeah. in the state of Virginia. I don't know what how the electric cars get charged taxes to cover our streets. So I think that these speed traps ought to be set up to catch electric cars because they're not paying their fair share. We constantly hear about paying your fair share. So if you're a Tesla driver, <laughs> you probably have a little bit more money than I do because you can afford a Tesla, or maybe you've you know went in debt so much to buy one. But I'm just saying, go after your electric cars. Mm. I want to be an equal opportunity person. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, eight six fairness, fairness, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Talking about paying our fair share. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning. I pay my fair share. Oh, absolutely. And then some. Yeah, I just I look at my paycheck, how much I made, and how much I get home. It's just. They took about half. Yeah. Mm. And and that's not counting the taxes you pay when you go to the pump, the grocery store, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Walmart, wherever you're going to buy stuff, you pay tax again. And then, then I bought a car and paid tax, and then I pay taxes on the car every year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's quite the racket. Right? You know, I know you and I lived in Florida there, Mark. They, we didn't pay car tax no no not not at all and i'll tell you the beauty of it here in in our state is that uh when you sell that truck to someone else or that car they get to pay tax on it again yeah such a racket it is really the only the only time the taxes die bob is when that car ends up at the salvage yard but then when you pull the front fender off on it to replace your fender you're going to pay tax to cunningham brothers again again (laughs) even for a dead vehicle <laughs> it's lovely. Hey, listen, I, I sent y'all a couple of uh, a cute little things one of my wife had sent me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know you're gonna love it. It's a puppy dog and some little chicken. Oh, and wow. a mother oh, they're cold. You'll have to watch it. I, I, I just my heart went boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Him so cold though. Oh, he's sitting on the egg. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then I think she carries him around on her back. Oh wow. <laughs> Well, he really likes the little baby chicks. They he? like him, look like. Yeah, isn't that funny? I saw I saw a picture because we were looking at guardian dogs, and they said they're the they had a lot of uh, of the uh, the white hens. Mm-hmm. They said their guardian dog disappeared, and they couldn't find him. Then all of a sudden, his head popped up, and he's in the middle of the chickens. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And wow. they're all snowing around him. That is so funny. Yeah, that puppy likes those little baby chicks. Yeah. Mama chicken looking <laughs> over the puppy. It, I hey, like Mark. it. Keep it coming. All right. Take Y'all care. Have a great day. You too, Bob. I'm still having to drive in this rain. <laughs> yeah, not not a fun day to be driving, I wouldn't think. No, it's not. Yeah, slow slow and steady wins the race, my friend. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's- yeah, for sure. It's very funky. It's uh, kind of 
foggy in places. Thanks, Bob. And, Be safe, buddy. And yeah, things get a little little weird. I'm a, I'm going to share now. I know you're not a sports fan. Oh, that's not going to let me share the feed. Why is that? Hmm, I don't it says, know. It says link is broken. Say, oh, I'm so oh, okay. Upset. I think it's going through <laughs> now. I'm going to share this with with you. This is something my brother uh, sent me, and um, well, maybe it's not. It's two dogs, and somebody does the voiceover between the two dogs, and it's quite it's quite funny. Um, I'm going to see if I can bring it up. I'm going to send it to you. We're going to take a look at the lighter side of some headlines. I've got a dog that did some sports predicting. Oh, really? And and well, it's not a dog; it's an animal. And he was very, he was pretty accurate. All right, here we go. And it has a local connection. Player, I like him. Oh, come, come on! It's come not going to happen, Mark. I, no, it's my phone. It won't. This phone needs to get dropped out of an airplane, sixteen thousand feet, for it to reset. It wouldn't make I love it. Football. Who's your favorite player? I like them all. I like Aaron Roberts. Aaron Rodgers. Never heard of him. He was the quarterback for the Jets. So was Aaron Roberts. He tore his Achilles. <laughs> so did Aaron Roberts. Who else do you like? I like Patrick McCombs. Mahomes. He my homie too. I like TJ. What? Watt. What? Watt. Whatever. I like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. He's hurt. What happened to him? No, he's not hurt. So you lied. That's his name. Jalen Hurts. Hurts. So he is hurt. I'm sorry I even asked this question. I also like Christopher McCaffrey. Christian. Really. Me too. I turned my life over to the Lord back in like 2015. <laughs> <laughs> it's two dogs going back and forth on a couch. It's okay. just hilarious. All right, I I'll do. send you the link. I do love it. Yes. I, I do I figured... love it, and I will watch it again okay. because they're adorable, and that one dog reminds me of Buddy. Yeah, and, and so. we need to put that put that particular you know link up on uh, on our Facebook, Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah, do sure. that. The going gets tough. The tough get going, going, going. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. 8.50 here on the program. This is the this is the part where Janet ties it all up in a nice bow and makes you feel good about listening to the show. Well, you might not like this story, though. Oh, oh, what's wrong? Well, or maybe you do because you'll be impressed about how brilliant he was. Okay. Um, Chew did the cutie. Okay. Chew did the cutie. Is this a dog? No, he's a one-horned rhino. <laughs> okay. Um, he lives at the Phoenix Zoo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was tasked with uh, predicting uh, the win for the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, I think I heard something Did you see about it? this. See, I didn't realize that he Chudy, knocked over. Chudy the Cutie was on it. Yeah. But he was presented with two helmets. Yep. Um, smeared with jam, of course, because, yep, you know. Just to get his attention. <laughs> I don't know if it was morning jam, but it was jam. <laughs> right. And uh, apparently he uh, he did predict that Liberty was not going to win. Yeah. Yeah, he devoured the Liberty helmet in a matter of moments. Oh, wow. And, yeah. oh, look at that. Oh, not a whole lot left. Oh, jeez. Uh, they, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he got it right. Well, maybe That's they pretty impressive. need to hook him up with FanDuel or something as an advertisement. Maybe, because <laughs> that was impressive. He didn't waste any time making that prediction. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty impressive. I think so. so. Uh, a brooch purchased for about 25 bucks right. from a British antique store in the 80s. Okay. It's not very pretty. It's not. 
No. Okay. It's now headed to auction. It's expected to, to fetch up to $19,000, looking more attractive all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, They went on Antique Roadshow. Yeah. And the designs were for brooches from a Gothic Revival designer. Okay. And the... Um, the, the piece she had purchased from an antique store for less than $25 in 1988, uh, I thought, well, I'm going to have them, you know, just take a look at it and see. The silver coral lapis malachite brooch uh-huh. is now scheduled to be auctioned this spring. It caught the eye for its strong design, strange lettering, and unusual stones. I always loved it. Okay. I thought it was so particular in its design. Uh, that eventually I would discover who designed it, never having any idea that it was going to be worth as much as it is. Wow. You might want to check that jewelry box more than once, folks. You don't know what you might have. Absolutely. Laying around in there. That's why Mark keeps all the stuff in his garage. Ah. Because there might be something valuable in well, there. I, I, you don't want to throw it out. I know there's value in my garage. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm convinced of You know, the wife is... is um, She's, I'm not saying I'm wearing her down because I don't think she can be worn down, but she actually gave me an empty jar, a, a plastic jar for my shop. She didn't put it in recycling. What? Because I've had to dig stuff out of recycling. I know. I said, I can put screws I've in there. I've witnessed it firsthand, folks. You know, I can put stuff in there. He's very fond of like the Chinese carryout containers. Oh, I love those because you can see it through them with no problem. Sure. You know. So she actually gifted you. She gifted me with a a mixed nuts jar that has about a, you know, it has about a four inch in diameter okay. opening, so you can get my hand in there. All right. You know. Okay. So, so that's love. That is right love. That she is, met you right where you were. I, she she did. Yeah. And we went to those road less traveled together. Yeah. Or whatever that thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just agreeing with you. Right. No, uh, thank uh, you. There's a new cat door in town. Uh-huh. pair of Swiss brothers. <laughs> a cat door. Attending the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. All right, well, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> so the problem with dog doors, and I know because we have one, right. is, yes, they can get out, but they can also bring things in. Yeah, that's the issue. Right there. Well, there you go. And they're addressing that. Okay. So this stops felines from bringing in live and slain prey. Because <laughs> they will. I would prefer the slain prey because of the story we had a couple of weeks ago about what somebody found under their bed or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed off the company's product at the convention center. Right. The flappy cat door. <laughs> Inspired by their mother's struggles to keep the family cats from bringing their prey inside the house. Right. We want cat owners to breathe a sigh of relief. The cat flap features an AI-powered detection system. Cat flatch features. (laughs) Cat flatch features. features. Oh, cat flap features. Sorry. Okay. That's how my brain works. It also features a manual locking system that can be operated by the homeowner. (laughs) So if you see them dragging something to the door. An app shuts it down. Denied. Right. I like that. I like that. I will tell you. 
my father-in-law. So the cat comes to the to the to the camera and bring, holds it up and goes, "Is this offering. okay? Is it worthy? <laughs> Can, Almost like bringing things to the queen. Right? Is this one worthy? How about this one? How about this? Oh uh, retails gosh. for three ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> or a hundred ninety nine if the buyer springs for the eight ninety monthly subscription ah. to the smartphone app. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you have to pay monthly I will for the tell app. You, That's where they're going to make the money. Nothead would lay, he would lay his prey out like cordwood. I mean, <laughs> it would be like, you know, squirrel, squirrel, bird. <laughs> you know, like duck, duck, goose. Right. If it, yeah, he How was, about that? He was deadly. And I am proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was so proud. Right. He was so happy. Beat his own chest. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He just thought he was the be all end all. Yeah, well. And and I guess in a way he was, yeah. but nobody wants to see that. So the difference between that and a dog is the dog will take it and bury it. Right. <laughs> Next exactly. thing you know, you have a pet cemetery out back. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what I think about that. I mean, I would not mind having a cat, but especially since Bailey's had zero. Yeah. Zero. For those of you who don't know, zero was Bailey's Christmas present from Doesn't her. have a... a Stitch a hair on it. Well, he's velvety. Other than whiskers. He's got vel. It's a very velvety kind of coat. See, I didn't get to touch it. I, it would probably be like touching the the iguana that I did. In. No, it's like touching velvet. It's like you're... It, it's like Literally you're, like velvet. Yeah, it's like touching my, my boot. Wow. There. Wow. So it's like touching well, that's that. that's interesting. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. But they get dirty, I found out, very well, easily. How do you clean that? I mean, okay. which cat wants a bath? So she do these cats realize that they have to be pictures. groomed by their people? She'll text me pictures of right. him, right? And I'm like, um, Mom, his nose looks a little dry. Does yeah. his, is his nose dry? Yeah. Because he'll, she'll have different outfits on him because they right. get cold because they don't have a, a lot of hair. And she said, "No, his nose is dirty because his nose is dirty all the time." Right. And she said, "I have to, I have to bathe him every week, and he hates it." Wow. And apparently, it takes two people to bathe them. I can imagine declawed or anything. Or they? No, gonna... he's not declawed. So this, this, he's, a, he's actually, a, and he's a sphinx cat. This is yeah. an age-old question that it helps solve. It has solved the ultimate hairball problem with these cats. Oh yeah, there's these no hairballs. Don't have hairballs. No. No. Yeah. But they can, but they can burn. They have oh, to they wear sun- sunscreen. Oh my gosh! So you got to put sunscreen on your. Yeah. Cat. So what is the uh, what's the rating for the sunscreen? I don't. I don't know. R fifty or is that insulation? I can't it, remember. It's still all very new. <laughs> hey, now you get um, a cat that kind of cat against some insulation in a house, and then it gets the itches. Oh my gosh, that'd be a, a, out of control. I guess so. out of control. I'm getting itchy just thinking about it because uh, I did insulation work for a while. Well, I don't know. Zero needs uh, <laughs> zero needs weekly baths, but apparently zero does not like them. Wow. So, huh. I don't know. He just looks like a very angry old man. In most he does of his have pictures. an interesting. Oh wow! Gosh, the way he's wrinkled his forehead. <laughs> I know. Can he do that on command? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cute in his own little ugly way. Well. I'll take I, I I'll take my, my two hairy cats, even though I'm picking up hairballs. Well, there's no hairballs with zero. Yeah. There's zero well, hairballs. Well, zero yeah. hairballs. Perfect. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Make today awesome. It is uh, over the hump day tomorrow, and we're, we're hoping to make it over the hump today to get there. Make sure you're checking your child's school release time, because 
you could be getting your children a couple hours early. In the meantime, we'll see you later.